Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Coming to you again live from the Econo Suites Motor Lodge in El Segundo. It's 90 Day Gaze featuring Paul Rubens. <laughs> and a shitty air conditioning that's yellowed over time. An angry person in the lobby who doesn't want to wear their mask. A crying baby. And Paul Rubens. <laughs> He's here too. And elevators that smell, smell like, like weed. Weed. Welcome <laughs> to 90 Day Games. Our so- tour. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To Let's love. If it sounds a little um, hollow, y'all, it's because we're still in my hotel room. Because um, it's hot. It's still a little hot here. I'm going home tomorrow. It um, is. It's supposed to it break It should be tomorrow. much easier tomorrow. Yes, it should be much, much easier tomorrow. I've kind of missed my apartment. I have, too. I'm actually... Ready to go back. It was good. We, But I did find out I lost power when I was gone. Yeah. You did, too. I will say the this. The city of Los Angeles loses power when things get hot, y'all. It's true. Well, we did have a record of 121 yesterday. Terrible. Absolutely the terrible. The record before was 115. And, y'all... Uh, it was in Woodland Hills, which is also known as Satan's asshole. It's true. Um, and we already... Shout out to Woodland Hills. Shout out to Woodland Hills. <laughs> um... <laughs> We've already, um, fire season just starts in, in, oh, in like mid-August for us and goes until November, I think. November, early December. We have already, there's been more land burned. Um, there's been more land in California burned ever. 
than ever has been burned. Wow. I admire you because I basically <laughs> did, a, did a spit take because something was falling while you talked about the fire. Seriously. <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> I can keep going. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So anyway, y'all, should, there's a lot of stuff going out. So prayers out to California and try to come back global warming. <laughs> Because it's happening. It's getting worse. That was the most empty, <laughs> empty uh, encouragement to try, to try to combat global warming. If you want to just run turn your hair your dry all day, you can. Turn off your lights. We'd rather you not. Anyway, so it's breaking have- tomorrow. and But, no, oh, I was going to tell people, look, do what's safe for you. I know some of you are, everybody's in different levels of quarantine. And California, I know in L.A. County, we're a little stricter. However, wherever you are, I have to say, if you haven't gotten out of your house and just stayed in a hotel or something just for like a day or two, do it. It yeah, really is great. nice to have a change. Of, we haven't gone out since March. Yeah, we've been we've been pretty locked down here, we guys. We did like a day or two, you and I yeah. both separately. But yeah. this was good to have like three days. It just, I mean, again, we're in like, Sex workers palace right now <laughs> at this cheap ass hotel, and it still feels nice. <laughs> There's restraints on the bed. There are. So no joke, y'all. We, we should we should post. There's some of literally these leather straps. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they knew I was coming. Oh, if they knew I was coming, I'd have baked a cake, baked a cake, baked a cake. If I knew you were coming, I'd have baked a cake. How to do? How to do? How to do? Anyway, y'all, let's jump in. If I knew you were coming, I'd have bought some lube. I'd have bought some lube. I'd have bought some lube. <sighs> save it. That's a Cabergay number. <laughs> That's is. a transition number. <laughs> Glad you're relegating them now. Y'all, welcome we have to announcements. Um, I don't think. We've already said welcome. I don't think we have any announcements. We, uh, um, no, I don't. We're doing another Bi Curious episode this week. We are. Uh, we're doing we, we decide what it is, but. It'll be out on Friday of this week, you guys. Uh, I think the season has dropped and everything is aired. Can you just check that no. on your phone real quick? No, because <laughs> I'm not going to do it right. So um, never mind. But I will. Wa- <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. No. No. I will let it. What I mean, I'm going to check the uh, uh, Patreon and see what episode they. Y'all be sure to let us know if you're. I on- think someone said we should do Christine's wedding, but I think that was last season. I'd prefer to do the current season. I'd prefer to do the current season. So let us know yeah. in the comments on our Patreon. Let us know or tweet us or whatever what episode you want us to recap. Preferably the current season. We said that before. Some of y'all. Carl! <laughs> No, she needs to watch her language. She would say GD. You she, think so? Yeah, she wouldn't say goddamn. I don't know. I think Carl's wife seen some shit. Yeah, but... I think goddamn's the only thing she says. Maybe <laughs> shit, but that's it. She would never say the it's F It's so word. funny because I grew up, GD was the worst thing you could say. It was. And obviously not for you. No, it was, but that's what people said. But that's what your father my said. My grandma Hazel... Well, God damn it. <laughs> that's what my grandma would say. Oh, growing my up. My dad and says it. Growing up, I was told that's the one thing you could not and say. And I still say that if I'm really upset. I'll go, God damn it. <laughs> I say it too. <laughs> anyway, so y'all, 
Come at us with your suggestions. Okay, this is Happily Ever After, or as Poodle this calls. Hi. Hi. Season five, right? Yeah. Episode 13. 13. Hot tempers and cold feet. Sounds like a night with Poodle. <laughs> my fourth autobiography. <laughs> detailing my fourth and fifth marriage. <laughs> One was a hot temper. The other I had cold feet with. You choose which. <laughs> anyway. Oh, um, so we start with uh, Kalani and Asuelu. Yes. Uh, her mother's making these delicious little pancakes that she calls them. Oh, they look like donut holes to me. That's semantics. Either one made you hungry. Yes, I love donuts. He does, y'all. So don't send us donuts. We're already so, we're already so fat from the anniversary. I'm fat as mud. I'm just you just I just roll around like a oh, ball. Oh yeah, uh huh. I'm sitting here reclining on a chaise lounge, and I have I'm gonna have trouble getting up. If you poke my stomach, the other side doesn't jiggle until the next day. It just takes <laughs> that long to get there. Thanks for the portos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good. Uh, anyway, y'all. So Kalani and Asuelu, and uh, they're getting back from their trip, and she's talking to her mom about how the trip was so terrible, and she basically is like, she's like, we've got to go to therapy. That's kind of Asuelu's ultimatum. Because they haven't talked, no, her ultimatum for Asuelu. Yes. They haven't talked basically since the incident uh, of uh, uh, Don't Walk Away From Me happened. Yeah. Um, don't walk away, boy. And my lip won't hurt <laughs> you. Thank you. That's a good song. Who sung that? Uh, and Vogue. Yes. Don't walk away, boy. Uh, I'll be right there for you. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> Again, that was in the extended mix. I, I loved it, on, Was it Darcy and Stacy or the Love After Lockup <laughs> that you did the entire MC Scat Cat from I don't remember. Opposites of Trash? I should have recorded it because your mouth rarely drops unless there's a dick about to come into it. I was. And your mouth was dropped. I was absolutely <laughs> agog. As I said, it was like, my mouth was on the floor. Oh, anyway, where are we at, Poodle? Um, What's happening? <laughs> Basically, she's saying that Asuelo says when he want when you, she starts to talk to him, she says, "I don't want to talk because uh, it makes me mad when I talk to you," which is very healthy. Um, so basically, she finally says, "She's she's she's kind of uh, she's a little she has some perspective about this. She's like, I've got some issues. Mm. He's got some communication issues, mm-hmm. um, uh, and now." We the only way to get this fixed this is the last option, and Mom even says, "You know, I think when they met, Asuelu was a really good actor." I kind of agree. I think, yeah, I mean, I think there's truth in both sides of what they're saying, but I agree with the mom, and I don't even think I don't think Asuelu's intelligent enough to be manipulative, but I think he was. He told her what, what she, she wanted, wanted to hear. hear. But y'all take a note. Kalani is going about this the best way when it comes to couples therapy because I you wouldn't think this but I have had clients that and a lot of times not always but a lot of times it is women at least in my experience that want to bring men to therapy 
to show them they're wrong. Right. Or tell me to tell them to fix it. Sometimes it happens on the other side, too. Y'all, if you're going to therapy for that reason, you're going to fail. So I agree. Kalani's got way perspective on this. I think she's handling it healthy. Right. Uh, so she goes out to talk to Asuelu, and he's just confused why things haven't been settled. He's like, I don't know why she I couldn't I thought they were just, dead in Portland. She, she just couldn't have let this go. You know Not what? that his sister tried to take a swing at her. Same. I remember when I went to Boys Town in Chicago, I went... Well, I thought this rash was just going to stay here, but you know what? It came with me. It's still there. It came with me all the way to L.A. <laughs> Rashes, uh, like ex-lovers, don't stay buried. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, so uh, Asuelu said, you know what? Fine. I will go to therapy, but I, is it going to be a white therapist? And she's like, what? She's like, white people don't understand my side, which is very interesting. I He's not wrong. That's a valid point of wanting to be. Yeah. And then she brings up, we live in Utah. St. George, Utah. You're looking at the two. Whitest place in the world. You're looking at the two Samoan people are, that live here, and the other two are in, or the other one is in the house. I think there might be a Samoan community no, where yeah, they live, yeah. but, but there's not, yeah, you're right, there's not a lot. So but they settle on, she said, he said, well, what a. What about a translator? And she's like, yeah, we can do that. Which, again, which we've had some of our sissies talk about with Asuelu, y'all. Sometimes we were, like, wondering if something's not kind of firing right brain-wise. I think it's no. both. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's a little both bit a language too. issue and— But it's a processing some of language. processing and issue. So I'm—that made me hopeful. Like, okay. And you know what? I got to give it to Asuelu, y'all. If you think about where his culture is, where he comes from— this is a big deal that he's even offering to go to therapy, I think, without yeah, a fight. I, I agree. I'm surprised by it. I thought it would be much more of a hassle. I think she says that I, 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 I kind of see why you, you can laud him about this, but she basically says, he's like, so our marriage is this bad? She's like, yes, this is it. This is the last option. Yeah. So I think he's kind of in, painted into a corner. I know. I think he is. So. But, I mean, he still could say, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So they go – uh, to and meet Matt, the purple glasses therapist. <laughs> he does have purple glasses. Y'all, Matt likes a craft. <laughs> Matt's whole garage is just plates with scenes of sunsets and dolphins. Wow, that's specific. But it's tell me I'm wrong. You're correct. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, You're correct. Exactly. Uh huh. Probably coaches, he's coached his kids' soccer team, not. Willingly, but when someone quit, yeah, he does. Yep, mm -hmm. yeah, he does art therapy, definitely for sure. Which art therapy is great, by the way, especially with kids. So that would be good for Asuelu, actually. He starts out kind of starting out a dialogue, asking Asuelu what's wrong, and she said he said she doesn't respect me. That I feel like I'm not being heard because uh, she doesn't she. Basically went behind my back and talked to my family, and he's like, "So you feel it's a respect issue." Do you feel that she doesn't respect you? And that's when he uses the translator to say, in a Samoan family, the father is the head, woman is the neck, and the, the woman does not cross the line with him. And, and she's like, Kalani's sitting there like, okay. So I want to go on record in saying, uh, Matt is heads and tails a better therapist than cheese sticks. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Cheese sticks therapist. What was her name? Oh, God. I don't know. She Sad. was awful. 
Just sad. She was so awful. No, he's doing a good job. And this is very, this happens a he's lot. He's facilitating. He's facilitating. And I like that already. You see, it's interesting how we see it as an audience. We see that as Swaylu, from the edits and from what we've seen, we get, yeah, this is about him being a Samoan man. Yeah. And she's not, we got that. Didn't, right. Like, but that wasn't a surprise to me. But what this is interesting and what the beauty about, whether you do therapy or group work or whatever it is, when you're in the shit storm, you don't smell it. Yeah. You, and so. Look at you dropping bombs. That's, I, I mean, a shit bomb. But, uh, uh, sorry, I'll talk about that later. But you know what I mean? Like when Kalani said, look, kind of like, oh, that's new information. I was like, really, girl? Yeah. We all saw that, but that's okay. But they're in it, so you're right. They're they in it. I think it was interesting when, uh, he basically said... Well, this uh, iced tea made me crazy. Sorry. Go ahead. I just want to say I'm like... Ee! I've had one, too, and I'm not out of my mind. <laughs> you know what? That's because you uh, you were drunk when I came over, and now <laughs> it just kind of sobered you up. <laughs> kind of equaled me in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think what's interesting is that uh, in Samoa, when they were talking about getting together, Asuelu agreed to Kalani that, oh, yeah, we'll both be equal. And I don't know if that was a language thing, or he That's even said, when you're a boy in Samoa, 23, you'll basically say anything to get to the, the U.S. And to hear that, that, that must have been hard to hear. Yeah. Do you think probably he thought America would be like, like when he would go to the U.S., that he would still get his way because he's a man? I don't know what he thought. I don't think he thought past... Trip to U.S. Ticket to U.S. I don't know yeah, if he felt I don't thought think past he did it either. He was working at a resort. <sighs> he was cute. Remember those young? That's yes. when he was like fit. He's still attractive. And I someone. will say the therapist congratulates them to says, "You know what I'm seeing here that I really like. You guys are trying to make it work." No, that, that is, was such a great thing to say. You have to do that because y'all, when you're in that room and people are yelling at each other, sometimes. That's the only sliver of like people don't realize that it's a big deal for people to even decide to go to therapy together. Yeah, it brings them kind of back into reality. Well, ninety percent of people say it but never do it. Right. Never. I mean, think about it. how many friends have you had that said, Oh, I want to go to couples therapy, but he won't go. Yep. So the fact that they're both there is huge. Uh, and even if you for your individual if you show up, good for you. It's like if even you if you show- go to one like Darcy. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it's like an orgy. If you show up at that orgy and no one fucks you, because you're at least you went to that orgy. You're a little chubby and you don't have abs like the other guys in West Hollywood, and you just sit there and wondering why you left Oklahoma. You're still a good person. Who did that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, me. So he tells them he gives them homework. God, I love when therapists give homework. <laughs> Uh, he's like, get a notebook and decide whose responsibility is whose. And uh, he's like, you're, you're, I want you. Uh, and just the first thing that uh, he says, or Asuelu says, is, I want Kalani to make amends to my family. That's well, going to be a little tricky. So, Especially I'm, with Moneybags and Tammy. Yeah, Moneybags. Good bags. luck. You know, it's, I want money. I want money. It's good for 
again, we've talked about this before. Y'all write things out. It really gets things out of your head and makes things clear. So that was great. However, do you feel like, um, I don't know, I kind of feel like, is Asuelu, is he shirking the responsibility of his own actions? Because, look, when he, he, and maybe Kalani told him to do it, but still, he already told his mother himself, not Kalani, that he doesn't want to give her money. And they still, I, I, I don't feel like Kalani went behind his back and like misrepresented the family. Well, I feel like she just called his family on it. And instead of, I actually feel instead of Asuelu standing with her, he kowtowed and basically threw her under the bus. I see it the other way. The problem with, uh, the Asuelu's problem is that Kalani contacted mom and Tammy without him and felt like but it was kn- going behind his back. But he knew about it. Uh, but he, not until he it, knew it, about it. It clear to me because she came back and she's like, oh, I went, and he was like, oh, okay, how did it go? But I feel like it was initiated by her and it felt like to, to him that was getting involved in his business. But Kalani says to him, and this is at the first of the episode, which is true, she said, but that's a double standard because your family is getting involved in your business. In your I money. agree. And he doesn't see it that way. So I agree. So I do feel like he's, it's good that he's going to therapy. It's good he's trying to see this. I think the problem with Asuelu, and I don't know if he actually can do this. I don't know if Asuelu can see someone else's side and understand it. Yeah. Deeply. I don't think men are trained to do that in Samoa. In a way. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, I don't it takes that, a lot of emotional intelligence to do that. I don't know if that's ever going to happen for him. It would have to be shown in his face, like really thrown in his face. Or he'd have to get struck by lightning and it kind of rewired his brain. <laughs> like like Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Asuelu, can we, go out and, can we go out in the thunderstorm? Can we just put you on that mountain, Asuelu? I'm just going to put some uh, tinfoil on your yep. head. Uh-huh, just right there. <laughs> All right, honey, it's fine. Honey, <laughs> hold up that big metal pole for me, will ya? Dad, can you help him? I'm not going to do this. Hello, yeah. Suedo, you're yeah. going to be a completely different man, man. now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come say, D say weird science in Samoan. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's all I've got about those two. I have a little more hope for them than I normally did. I still think he's not going to get there. Yeah. I think it's just going to delay the inevitable. <laughs> Sorry. Wait to, wait to see the Sorry, y'all. silver lining. You know, not going to happen. Um, shall All we right. move on oh. to the sex god, current sex god of the internet? So, we're, Colt. We're going to say this, y'all. Colty. We know Colt is on OnlyFans. You're all telling. At this point, like last episode, it's like when Mama Mar told me that <laughs> Carol Baskin was on Dancing with the Stars when already 55 of you have we've, emailed me. We've seen the pictures. We've seen it one all. One Google. One Google will show you everything. We don't need to see anymore. If you are in the Facebook group and you say, just scroll on by and it'll go away yeah. eventually. It's fine. And also, if you want to like... Uh, if you enjoy trolling people, and everyone's seen the pics, you guys. If you haven't, 
go ahead and do yourself a favor and see them. You can talk about them. You can see them. You can forget them. You can process them. Don't eat anything before you look at them. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's not even his I, body. No, it's not it a body. Is, it is the it is intention him. behind yep. it. Hey, there are some guys that are big like him, and I'm like, he's a sexy guy. Is it who they are? Him? No. Especially that whipped cream photo. Have you seen the whipped cream photo of him and the beside? They yeah. intercut it with a, a picture of Mother Debbie with whipped cream all over her face. No. <laughs> Have not seen that one. You know what? Another sissy sent us a picture that Colt posted of on Father's Day of his dad and Mother Debbie when she was like 28. She was gorgeous. I could see it. Y'all, let this be a lesson. Don't move to Vegas. <laughs> it edges you. Hard living. It's just sunshine. Yeah, I think I think there's more than just Vegas, though. No, no, I no. Think... no She's had a hard life. Yeah. Um, anyway, y'all. So we're still in the middle of, you know, Jess last week came to talk to Colt. And this is where she says to Colt. She's like, Jess, you love everyone. You say, hi, here's my dick. <laughs> I love you. Here's one, my dick. One of my favorite is, uh, good morning. Good morning. I love you. Here's my dick. Here's my dick. Um, Colt says, I, I understand she's angry. And yeah, I sent them a, a lot of pictures of my dick. And he really, the, weir- the weirdest thing is, he can't really apologize for anything. Oh, except, nothing. except, I'm sorry, I was just a bad boyfriend. That's all he can say. That's all he can say. He can't apologize for anything Anything. specific. No, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you that Vanessa had moved in. He's he can just tell you these weird platitudes. He's horrible. And he does tell her. He does tell her that Vanessa has moved in. And that's just fucking with her. Oh yeah, that's and he just says, fucking with her. I just need her. to finally man up and just tell her. No, that it's, is you. That's just trying to hurt her. With her now. So, but here's the deal, though. He's acting this way because Jess is like, like at this point, Jess needs. To, Jess came to tell him to fuck off. Yeah. But as soon as he said that, if I was Jess, I just would have gotten my purse, got up, and left. Well, but she. It's like Jess has this weird. Explain to me. Tell me why you. I would want to know too. Oh, I, I would want to know. If somebody was that terrible, I'd be like, bye. No, I think part of I think part of her really kind of loves him in a really weird way. Yeah, I think she does too. Way more than Larissa ever did. Yeah. Um, and wants to know. I also feel like she doesn't like being humiliated. And she wants to know. She can't understand why anyone would do this to her. And this whole thing is, she's like, you've been playing with me. You, you play with my face, as she you says. You play with my face. You play with my face. What does that translation mean? You play I don't with know. My, okay. <laughs> Um, and so she's like, Colt is a good boy. Colt, blah, blah, blah. He would never do that. And she um, says, oh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, she says, stop lie, please. Stop lie. And then um, and she says, you tell me you send dick pics to all the girls, but I'm not fucking the girl I live with. Right. Bullshit. So then Debbie has gone upstairs, you guys. Debbie kind of hears, wants to go see her handiwork. And she <laughs> walks down. Hey, Mom. Let's go see what's going on, Mom. Pee-wee, I told you. We're going to go be really quiet about this. Mom, so, Pee-wee. I want some Doritos. I'm hungry. Remember you bought that nacho cheese bag that they had on Pee-wee, sale at Kroger? Pee- Please, Mom. Pee-wee, 
Pee-wee, Pee-wee, be patient. Where everything's going to be fine in just a little bit, okay? I'm gonna rub some really nice red nacho cheese on my on my face. You'll oh, get to have a little bit, okay? Can I have some dipping dots too? I'll eat some, and the fat will go into you. Perfect. So anyway, I'm gonna go downstairs, and I want to see what I've done. So she walks in, you guys, uh, and Mother Debbie says, "I'm going to ask her to move in." Yeah. She, well, first of all, we she says. What's going on here? And we see her kind of standing on the... Hovering. Hovering, like like out of a movie where you're like... Oh, like Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you scared me. Um, you scared me. You scared me. And so she's hovering Ooh. there, and then she says, I'm the one. And then, just to something that I don't think anybody has ever done, she kind of... I don't know. I want to ask your opinion. Did she get to Mother Debbie? Because she kind of... I feel like Debbie didn't know how to react. When she's like, Debbie, Debbie, come here, come here. You a woman. And she says to her... No, no, no. Debbie was just... she. Debbie felt sorry for her at the time. At the same time. Like you would feel sorry for like a, a little like puppy who was ugly. But she hugged her a little bit. Mm. And then she's like, Mother, could you go back upstairs now? Um, so but he she tells, said to her, she's like, "What? Would, how would you feel if you were a woman? And, and then Debbie said, well, I wouldn't like it. And she's like, but See? she said, no, if you were sleeping in the same bed, which is not yeah. true. So that, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Jess is pretty jealous. She doesn't see black and white as far she as men and saying, women. She like, why, Colt? Yeah. Why? And I'm like, honey. but I Don't think ask wh- why with him. And that's for a lot of people. They want to know, like. Why someone cheated on them? Why someone fucked them over? Yeah. Why someone did shitty? Sometimes there's no Does reason. It matter? They did shitty things, and I get that. We got to move on. Stop like, worrying what you're doing. Move on. It's like we were talking about yesterday when the Cheesecake Factory guy I wanted to know why I wouldn't date him anymore. Sometimes there's just not a reason. <laughs> uh, Actually, there was. There was I just a, couldn't tell him. He was full. <laughs> That's why you'd had enough free food from Cheesecake Factory. You were just full. I went through all their appetizers. Because those meals fill you up for like a week. <laughs> I went through, I'd, ch- I'd had all their appetizers. I'd tried all the cheesecakes. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> unfortunately, I couldn't say that. Y'all, if you want to hear that story, go to our Darcy and Stacey episode of me dating the Cheesecake Factory manager. <laughs> It's true. For free food. <laughs> Sorry for that digression. Uh, you know what? We're going to take... Don't you ever apologize for me <laughs> for a digression. I just said that to How me. dare you? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Are we going to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. We'll, get, we'll come back right with more Colt and Jess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers, I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. All right, we're back. We're back from a little um, break. Uh, so, just, I want to talk a little bit about... What do you think, what do you think 
now that base, let me just bookend this. Uh, Mother Debbie goes upstairs, basically saying, "My work here is done." Um, oh, mine's gonna be difficult. <laughs> you promise, Mom, please. Hey, I'm gonna go eat a whole chocolate sundae right now. Oh, You're gonna get no. tons of fat. Is that when you always tittle with your temple? I don't like watching that, Mom. Okay, I'm going to stop and ask what the Did you say tittle with your temple? You know she calls it her temple. No, I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> she treats, she's like, she's like, yeah. And that mole just has to watch her. <laughs> oh, she's God. Like, cause you know who it she, got really dark here. Because you, know uh, you know who Debbie wants to fuck? Alex Trebek. Every night in Jeopardy, <laughs> she's got two fingers saying... <laughs> What, what is what is what is what is a long tall drink of water, Alex? Step, mom, please. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Pee Wee needs some sunglasses. Yeah. So y'all, she's just she's sending prayers for Alex Trebek every night, which we are oh, too. Oh, I love Alex Trebek. Have you ever seen pictures of him when he was younger? Oh, whoa, real hot, like beyond. Yeah. I mean, he's an attractive man now. Uh. He's what are hot. we talking about? Um, oh, you okay? So yeah, she goes back upstairs, and Jess basically says, I, "He kind of like grabs her and hugs her in this okay. weird, aggressive, disturbing way." Stop everything! This was the creepiest thing Colt's ever done. I want you to think about that sentence. That's 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 saying a lot. It, he literally just kind of like. Again, this is sociopath. Like, he doesn't yeah. know how to, like, genuinely hug someone. It's he like, just now goes, I'm going to put my arms around her. It's like Lenny. <laughs> and just kind of like. <laughs> and, Tell me about the rabbits, George. And the way he said it was like, I'm sorry. But it's not. It's, it's not even I'm sorry. Yeah. It was gross. Like, gross, gross, gross. Hopefully, no. Is there going to be any woman who is ever going to go out with him oh, after yeah. this? Oh yeah, because we they because know they know he doesn't have any money. Because men like that know how to find what women to prey on. That's true. I that guess that is a damn truth. Because women he, on men too, but yeah, he's just had two women who English is is their second language. Yeah, and so you then you can com, you can uh, control what they understand and what they express. Yes, and you know, there's rumors that he's dating Vanessa now. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, they were holding hands. They um, were in some picture. So, um, I don't know, but uh, you know, I he's do lost know, a bunch of weight. Well, I now. do know that she has uh, Vanessa has. Uh, she just came out of a divorce and kind of needed a place to stay. So again, someone vulnerable got yeah got her over some coals. Yeah, he has lost weight. Um, and strangely enough, this is with men. Usually you kind of, you lose the stomach first and uh, you kind of lose the rest. The titties are still there. Y'all, if you're, if you're oh, really into male titties, he'll have he's to get, still got a good rack. He's probably going to have to get surgery yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Got a good he'll old, pro- he'll probably have skin. He'll have to get removed. Good old hooters. If you, if you're a lady and you love to honk, just go, it just like in some male hooters. And again, y'all, we're not body shaming. It's that Colt is a piece of shit. So everything about him is gross. And I'm not even body shaming. I'm just saying he's lost weight, but Hooters are there. His nipples are still huge, which I normally <laughs> kind of am into, but not, I'm not his. I'm not. T- t- tiny, tiny nipples freak me out. 
but dinner plate nipples freak me out even more. So you need them to be just right, Goldie Cox? Indeed. Wow. <laughs> just like that my, could, sit, my that, sitting arrangements. That could be a little poodle story. Goldie, Goldie Cox. Cox and the Three Bears. Someone just put a picture of me. Someone drew a picture of me as little poodle on the Sissy Squad, <laughs> reading The Little Red Hen. And he was and, shook. And I felt, when I read that book, I felt so validated because <laughs> I could tell all of my friends that they were getting none of my bread if they didn't help me. <laughs> There's, there's nothing like a good f- fable of moral superiority <laughs> to get me going as a child. <laughs> those, those fables were, were just savage. If we ever get a lot of money. It looks like lube up there. It honestly does. Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, does. my bad. <laughs> if we honestly ever get a lot of money, you should just fund, like, Six episodes of Little Poodle and see if you can sell it. <laughs> Netflix will buy anything gay. They will. They will. At all different qualities. Y'all, if you're what trying to make qu- something, just make it make, gay and make sell it to Netflix. Make something gay, lesbian, uh, bi, or trans because they will buy they it. They will buy it. <laughs> it could literally be called Lesbians Watching Paint Dry. I have watched Six so episodes. many bad gay movies just for the chance of seeing two men having sex. They do have some good international ones. Yeah, those are different movies. Where they have sex and you don't know what they're saying, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Subtitles. Subtitles. Block out the screen, I don't care. Yeah. Um, like when you were a kid and you used, to put, you used to put a book at the bottom of the TV so that way you wouldn't see the answer on Wheel of Fortune. No. You never did that? No. I they just... used to show the answers. And my, I think it was Will of Fortune and my grandma. No, you just didn't look. You just looked away. But it's on the TV at the bottom of the screen. So she, we put a book over it so you don't see I the don't answer. I don't remember them showing the answers. I want to say it was Will and Fortune. There was some gay show where they show it the, and they're like, I don't want to see. That's so interesting. Why would they give away the answer? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was Password. I think it was password. That sounds right. I think it was I would, they, would, they didn't do that on 25,000 Pyramid. They did that then. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was it. I got there. No, Wheel of... Yeah, you got there. I was really confused about Wheel of Fortune giving away the answers. Well, it wasn't. Um, uh, anyway, so anyway. Let's, let's skip actually to Jess oh, and yeah. Larissa. Let's keep, let's keep going. Um, I just want to say Colt says... Ever since my divorce, I've tried to make myself a better cult, but I don't know who I am anymore. Let's talk about Larissa and Jess. Y'all, Larissa's been busily planning her boob job. <laughs> and so, so many things to do. So many. So her and Jess, she meets. Uh, this was so exciting for me. It was great. Um, I would love this spinoff. It's like. They need to be on Pillow Talk. The two of them? Yes. All day, every day, I'd watch it. Yeah. Then I would actually watch Pillow Talk. I would love it. Who would we kick off? Definitely Big Ed. What, he's, I think he's going to Pillow Talk. They, they, they oh, said he is? maybe. Uh, yeah. People are upset now. It's that pink-haired woman and the Oklahoma guy. Oh, the QAnon person. Yeah. Yeah. We, let's kick her off. Russ and Paola. Yeah. She's cute. She does crazy QAnon posts, y'all. Yeah, that shit's not real. Yeah. Not real. Doesn't exist. That's conspiracy theories that don't help anybody. I'm excited to watch them, though, just because, boy, the Oklahoma stories are going to come through on that one. I bet he's been to Arbuckle Wilderness. (laughs) 
Y'all, and if you didn't he's listen... He's hot. Huh? He's too much the people I grew up with. If you haven't listened to the last episode of Darcy and Stacy, we play the Arbuckle Wilderness theme, so be sh- we found it. We had a sissy who found it, so come be sure to come. see the animals at Arbuckle Wilderness. Wilderness. The animals the f- no, You bring the whole family, family too. too. The thing about it is you, you edited about <laughs> a quarter of the theme. Why do you want to go on too long? I hate doing that. Wow. Hold on, I need to get this out. As you say each time. Uh, I'm usually talking about a butt plug. Hold on, I need to get this out. So I lean forward. <laughs> Where am I? Uh, so they're there, and I just thought, I'm sure they probably thought about speaking Portuguese, but the camera crew's no. like, absolutely not. We love your broken English. We love it. We love Larissa's ease. We love Jess's misplaced grammar. We love it all. We love it all. Um, so Jess is like, so last night I broke with Colt. And Larissa's, she's almost having a hard time computing it all. She's like, why would you, why would you have done this when I told you this wouldn't be good? And she's like, I thought he found true love with when I saw your pictures. Now Jess said, and maybe we talked about this before, but I kind of went, oh, I never thought of that, that. I just thought he's giving another Brazilian girl to that he can manipulate and that one second move that mentholatum on the other side of your cup because you've almost knocked it over four times and spilled your drink. <laughs> Y'all, that's poodle. Don't you love a little bit of our lives? So if poodle sits something like on a table and there's four things in front of him, he'll keep putting the <laughs> thing that he's reaching for in the same place instead of moving the four things that he doesn't need right now and putting his drink closer everything has a place which is why he spills and knocks over everything why don't you go back to the podcast and leave me alone (laughs) anyway y'all so it never dawned on me i thought colt was just trying to take advantage of a brazilian person because you know like we talk about language barriers i never thought of oh fuck he Picked a Brazilian girl just to make just Larissa to fuck just, with her. That makes sense. I mean, I never thought of that. Have you? I, when uh, she said that, it I went, wasn't. It wasn't in the. It wasn't in the foreground of my brain, but I. It, it made sense. Yeah, that, that totally. would happen. But I don't know if it was the only reason. But I think I actually now think looking back, I think it was the main reason. Yeah, because I don't think he. I think he probably cared more about Lar- Larissa than her. I agree. Even though we haven't seen that season. But, y'all, you still can't hold on and still talk to somebody this much if you don't care about them. Well, I don't know if Larissa cares about him. She's just, y'all, if you cross her, she's going to wish you're dead until you're actually dead. <laughs> I don't care if it's 40 years later. She would actually get a penis surgically uh, uh, sewed on so she could skull fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would. That's what she's like. I need a penis. On just so I can fuck Colt's mouth. Colt's mouth. Anyway, so um, she's like, but uh, Jess says he's promised. He promised. He promised. He promised. You promised me this. You promised me that. You promised me everything. I Adelaide. Adelaide. Think of the way I tried. Adelaide. Adelaide. I could honestly die. Get a lawyer and sue me, sue me. What can you do me? I love you. 
Go ahead and hate me. Hate me. Go ahead and hate me. I had the best years of my life. I did to give. All right. Already. I'm just a no good Nick. All right. Already. It's true. So you, so sue me, sue me, what can you do me, I love you. That was an entire version of Sue from Guys and Dolls. I'm sorry for those who checked out during that, but we were riveted. You know what? If you, how have, do we know the whole thing? I don't know how I. Knew I the was whole obsessed thing. with that score, the Nathan Lane recording. I was Sue yeah. and Faith Prince. I've done the show like three times. That's I, how I loved know it. it in high school. Loved it. Um, oh, right already, y'all. If you have never seen a really bad version of two high schoolers singing "Sue Me" <laughs> with a girl in an inappropriate slutty like kind of a uh, tramp costume and then a guy in a really big oversized ill-fitting suit consider yourself lucky because <laughs> how many times have you seen video or two high schools going so so me so me what can and the girl's always great and the yeah, boy terrible and the boy's like the one quarterback that they talked in the choir teacher said Listen, well, Donald, I just need you to do this show just <laughs> once. You got to do it for Carrie. This is her senior year, and she just needs this so she can go on to I'm Carter go- County Kids. I'm going <laughs> to raise your grade from a D to a B plus. Please, please, Jerry, just do this for Carly. All right, Mr. Sampson. But the, why was he? Na- he no, he would be Sky Masterson. Nathan Detroit would be the character boy, the gay boy, who trying to act like a mobster. Well... No, you know what? That would be nicely nasty Johnson. Never mind. That's the best singer. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's how it would work in. Um, yeah, that's how it would work. It's in. actually a tough show to do in high school. You have to have a really good you soprano. Have have, you have to, tons uh, of guys. You have to have tons of guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, and fugue for ten horns is very hard. I've uh, seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's it's not an easy show by any means. We did that one time at UNT for the summer I came out at Crested Butte, Colorado, and we did it. And there was just two other guys, and we. I've got the whole yes. train here. <laughs> My name is Paul Rivet. I'm all the best. I'm healthy far with a clear contour. This guy says the horse contour. And he says the horse can do, can do, can do. <sighs> that is, and I, y'all, this was my sophomore year of college, and I came through more awful of musical theater background. So when I sang it, here, little hick boy, I got up and I was like, I got the horse right here. And I sang it like you're supposed to. That's the point. And the musical director, David Cloutier, Looked at me and stopped the piano and said, "That's how you do this." And the two other opera singers couldn't do it. Then they were <gasps> like, "I got the horse right here." They couldn't do it. It was terrible. It was the worst fugue for tenors ever. It's y'all. If you've never been to an opera pops concert with oh, opera singers singing over dramatic musical, avoid theater, at all avoid- costs. <laughs> 
unless they're going to sing Rodgers and Hammerstein or Music Man, it can't um, be done. There's a we really, got off on a really good. Really, Mary Conrad is living right now. There's a really great <laughs> recording of I'm not sure it was. It's 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 uh. Uh, what's his name? Domingo, uh, Placer Domingo, and someone else doing tonight from West Side. Tonight, tonight, it's all about again. Tonight, not good. And it's and it's just that I, I get it, um, but there's some people who know how to do it better than others. Yeah. But like if you listen to Bryn Turfel do some of the Rodgers and Hammerstein, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But like not the not the um. The character stuff. And just so you know, if you're a woman and you know who Bryn Terfel is, or a man and you know who Bryn Terfel is, you're gay. You're our people. You're gay. You're our people. Anyway. Where are we? If ever I would leave you, it wouldn't be in autumn. Okay, I think that lemon cake cook kicked in because <laughs> you're fucking crazy. Now. Um, I'll be witched by you so... So that's my best baritone. My voice is so scratchy being in this hotel room, y'all. It's true. So Jess said, she said to Larissa, I wish I listened to you. And Larissa yeah. said, that's what he does. Only promise and nothing. And then she <laughs> tells her that eight girls sent pics. And she's like, Larissa says, you know, I feel like he wants to be a pimp. <laughs> and then she said, like his dick is a big deal. <laughs> I know. She goes, eee. So they have a real good laugh about Colty's dick, y'all. And Jess says, too much hands for little dick. (laughs) (laughs) So they're having their own version of First Wives Club here, y'all. You don't know me. It's great. It was fantastic. Uh, And she said, and she's like, did Vanessa call her? And and Larissa's like, wait, who? Vanessa? She's like, she buy Groupon for Colty. <laughs> I knew you were going to be Groupon. <laughs> what did she say? Groupon, Groupon for Colty. <laughs> She's like, I thought you could relax. She buys her and says, this is my new Larissa ASMR. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I want you to relax. Merry Christmas. Say it again. It's for everyone. Merry Christmas. Mouse, Krish Mouse. That's my new Larissa. Not cancel my affidavit. Cancel <laughs> my affidavit. Oh God, cancel my affidavit. Um. Anyway, it it was all the scene was too much. She was right though. She said he's a player, a nerdy, nerdy player. Yeah, but he's still a player. And uh, and she's Larissa like, and loved guess, that she threw shoes at like, her too. And I threw shoes and hurt him. And, and Larissa was like, <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> And she's like, what about Debbie? And she said, oh, she tried to, she was not good in, in Brazil. And she goes, Debbie is an old wolf. <laughs> she will get close. She will bite you. She will bite you. But, you know, the thing about Larissa is she knows what to say to a woman to cheer up and get her out of a funk. Yeah. Doesn't she, Poodle? I think she's just enjoying someone else. To, she's the enemy of her enemy is her new friend. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I, you know, they posted a picture of them on Instagram kissing each other. Like, oh, it was, as you say, chef's kiss. It chef's was kiss. Uh, but she, uh, my favorite part, she's like, but Jessica, you are beautiful. You are sweetie. You have a big boobies. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the doctor with me. I show him your boobies. <laughs> and Jess, of course, just goes like, 
the fucking they, like you gotta get a gimmick and start shuffling her tits. And then they both just say, Colty is nothing and just and just like, I have a new friendy now. And you know, and she also says, This is why I've told people on this show the difference of individual therapy and the power of group therapy. Mm-hmm. In one meeting, Jess said, I see the problem is not me. I have a new friend. Thank you, Colt. The problem is not me. It's Colt. Right. Think of how many people of your students and your coaching clients are hung up on someone that didn't love them, and they think it's something they did. Right. Almost. Oh, you want to blame yourself? Everyone. If we could all talk to their ex. A normal person, you guys. A normal person blames themselves first. That's why. That's a normal thing to do. To do. That's why. Go to a group. If you're if you're a person who says, "Why does um." I guess it's always the other pro- uh, the other person's problem. If you're thinking, why do I, why does, I guess it's not my problem. Mm-hmm. I guess it's never my problem. I guess if, if you're, if you're always saying, well, it's, I'm just too good for all these people. You're the one with the problem. You're the one. And if you have a litany of problems and, uh, you know, look at yourself. Yeah. But if to add, to question yourself and saying, God, why do I keep finding all these losers? That is normal. Or even if you don't find, a, I think for when someone treats you this badly, the way Colt has tr- chosen treated Jess, it's not normal. It's not uh, really human. I mean, it's not. And so if you're, if you're, it looks like Jess is from a normal family, yeah, like a loving family, a support. So this doesn't. This is what we're getting. She keeps saying, "Why, why?" Because. It doesn't make sense to her. It's like someone who, you know, finds out their their person murdered someone. They're like, wait a minute. Why would you do that? That's not part of. Right. It's like I, she's trying to figure it out. I was just saying the, the fact that. No, I'm agreeing when, with you. When people do say, God, I'm such a loser. I only uh, to not to not blame yourself is abnormal. To blame yeah. yourself is normal. No, and I'm saying when and when someone yeah. does something that is really fucked up to you. That doesn't. That's not in your worldview. You think you did something wrong to cause right. that. You're like, yeah, did I do something wrong to cause that? Yeah. So, anyway, y'all, Groupon, Groupon, and so Larissa. Groupon, uh, Groupon. Larissa asks what her plans on. She's going to continue to be in an au pair and work for and try to get a work visa. I'm telling y'all, if Larissa doesn't invite Jess to move in with her, and that's not a new spinoff. I don't know what is. Oh God, I, I it's sad to see the end of Jess. I think this is it for her. Maybe I don't know. Larissa says you got the blessing. I this was a blessing, and 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 then you know what I wrote? I went. I wonder if this was healing for Larissa to like yes. see this. And then she said, I literally like try to be like all beautiful about. It. Oh, maybe it's healing. She said. It makes me happy. Colty is sad and lonely. <laughs> she does because he does like, everything. I am proud. <laughs> I am proud that I could do something to hurt Colty. <laughs> so she's not over There's it yet. my girl. <laughs> I actually read something. She was asked about uh, kind of a big deal. Was she was asked about her kids recently, and this is oh kind of, uh, I saw this but I didn't read it. Where she said that uh, it was was really i was i was young mm-hmm. and i'd gone off to school and i got pregnant had to drop out i could not raise my kid so i literally gave i i let, let my aunt raise my child because i wasn't capable of doing it mm. um and then it happened again 
and I don't, I couldn't read it, but someone else, and it's not that I approve, um, but Larissa had these kids when she was really young. Mm. Um, and not that I say, not that I don't hold her responsible, but I mean, if you're not ready, you're not ready. I mean, there is something to be said if you're, if you're not ready or if, and I don't mean this is or a, learn to use condoms That's, or learn to take a pill. Yeah. Although I don't know what, I don't know in Brazil what, yeah. Again, we're assuming that it's a very Catholic company. I'm Catolica Catholic, company. Yeah. So I'm wondering if birth control is not widely available. Maybe not, but or even honestly, I she was a nice Catholic girl. She said, yeah. And the tradition in those families is either to get married right away uh, or to give the baby to a family member. Yeah. And so, or, you know, it even's like, I have some of my girlfriends that are like, uh, if I had a kid, I think I'd give my child up for adoption because I'm too selfish. For, like, and yeah. I'm not saying that's admirable, but I'm saying if you know that you would fuck a kid up, there's, there's nothing you know, in that you're not ready for this. I, there, uh, you know, she's, there's, there's not a maternal bone in her body. There's just, she likes kitties. And yeah. there we are. I, so I, anyway, it's a comp. Obviously, you feel sorry for the kid that spends her life wondering what happened. But I, I think she would have been much better without Larissa as a mom. Yeah, I think so too. And not that I'm condoning anything she does. No, uh, but it's just, I just, I it was interesting to see to listen to her talk about it because she basically says, um, he, my, the guy, the baby's father. I got pregnant, and the baby's father said, "I can't support you." And so yeah. she couldn't support a child, and so she that this is the only thing I can do is give this to my aunt. I always have just empathy for anybody in adoption, both sides of all of it, because it's just such a yeah. it's the hardest thing I think a parent can do. So on that lovingly wonderful, inspiring <laughs> note, Poodle, thanks for that. <laughs> Y'all, that's the show. We're gonna. If you notice that we're kind of, some of you are like, eh, we're splitting up episodes. So we're we're mostly because these episodes have been going, uh, going so long. Uh, we're gonna give you just twice. The, we're gonna give you two times the pleasure for happily ever after. And we're kind of exhausted, like sometimes halfway through the show. <laughs> so this gives us to take a break. Have and we'll come dinner. back rejuvenated. Exactly. We'll be like. Rejuvenating like Larissa next week when she comes out of the doctor's office. <laughs> anyway, y'all. So go to 90daygays.com. That's where you can find all of our stuff. You can also, um, you can go f- to find us on Instagram, Twitter, at 90daygays. Uh, where else, Poodle? Cameo. You can find us on Cameo. Uh, you can, you, you talk about our website. Our website, 90daygays.com. You can find us in Alley. Sign up for our newsletter. The Sissy Sentinel. Comes once a month. We're going to have some news coming up about our live show coming up from that, so be sure to sign up for our that. Our virtual live show. Yes. Ain't nobody getting COVID on our watch, on y'all. On our watch. Now, y'all, we call these people Lonely Hearts, because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts? Poodle. Yes. And if... <laughs> y'all, when he... He knows it's coming. And sometimes when he's not prepared, he'll just look at me and do his fingers like like uh, more time and spitting. And I'm like, but you know that I'm asking you this. Yes. And if, you, and if your husband is the head and you're the neck, call us. And get a new husband.
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 